Okay, come to your comfortable seated position, perhaps up on some padding. Cross your legs at the ankles, and for today, why don't you switch it up? So bring the other ankle on top immediately. Likely, we're always crossing our legs with the same leg on top. So see if it feels any different, any more awkward with the opposite leg on top. Then once you find that seat, settle in, close your eyes. Rest your palms either face down or face up on your thighs. Slide your hands up your thighs until your elbows rest below your armpits. Find your breath. Take a conscious breath in through your nostrils. And if you'd like, make a big sigh, ha sound through your mouth as you exhale. With this breath, arrive. Invite your mind into this room, onto your mat, and into your body for the next 90 minutes of yoga practice. And as we take this seat, notice how you're feeling this morning. Is anything calling your attention right off the bat? If so, where is it? What is it? How might you describe the sensation that you're experiencing? And throughout the practice, thinking about this idea of using the postures as a means to identify tension we hold in our bodies. And by identifying that tension, having an opportunity to surrender some of that, some of that which does not serve us. So rather than fighting with it, rather than always pushing through our experiences, can we find a way to surrender, to let go? Relax your feet, your ankles, shins and calves, knees and thighs. Settle into your sits bones, evenly left and right. Feel your lower body root into the floor beneath you, root into the earth below the floor. Set foundation, create connection. Then from your seat, grow tall. Lengthen through your lower spine. Tilt your chin parallel to the floor, actively lengthening along the back of your neck as the crown of your head grows skyward. Shoulders draw up towards ears, lengthening the sides of the body from hips to armpits, and then loop your shoulder blades actively onto your upper back, creating that awareness at your upper back, contraction, allowing the chest to open and lift even more fully, and now allowing forearms and elbows to sink down towards the floor, bringing with them the shoulder blades down the back of the chest. Maintain all of those actions and create a tone in your upper abdomen. Left and right front lower ribs draw to a central point, sometimes called knitting the ribs together and then draw that central point subtly towards your spine. And feel how those actions cause your lower back to lengthen your tailbone, to plug even more strongly into the surface beneath you and bring strength and stability to your center. 
So maintain this shape, we call this Sukhasana or easy pose. Bring ease to the posture by softening your skin and relaxing the expression from your face. Turn your attention to your breathing, breathing in and out through your nostrils and gradually cultivating a slow and deep pattern of breath. And notice the qualities of your breath this morning. Are you feeling any obstruction in your airways? Is there any incongruency between your left and right lungs? Is it easier to breathe into the bottom of your lungs, middle or top of your lungs? At what point do you stop exhaling? And is that really all the breath you have in you? Is there opportunity to press more air out of your lungs? Beginning to explore the lungs' capacity for fullness as well as emptiness. Begin ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat, allowing your breath to become even more slow. And this contraction might cause your breath to become audible. You might experiment with different volumes of breath. always inviting the mind back to the breath if it begins to wander. This is an opportunity to breathe. Empty your lungs, and for the count of five, inhale, one, two, three, four, five, fill and hold, feel the fullness in the back of your body. Exhale with control, five, four, three, two, one, keeping the muscles of your face soft throughout. Again, inhale, one, two, three, four, five, fill and hold. With control, exhale, five, four, three, 
two, and one. Last breath, biggest breath together. Inhale, one, two, three, four, five. Exhale, five, four, three, two, one. Hold out, perhaps engage Mula Bandha, drawing up on your pelvic floor. And then release and resume your breath as you draw your palms together in front of your heart. Three ohms to invoke the moving practice. Please chant along if you feel comfortable doing so or just listen to the other voices in the room as we bring our individual sounds together. Exhale and inhale for ohm. Bow your head to your heart, release palms to thighs, then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Okay, we'll come off into the padding for a moment. Bring your knees together. Take a seat back on your heels just for a moment, and then swing your feet out to the left as you sit down on your right hip. So the um, left ankle is in the arch of the right foot, right hand uh, plants behind the right hip. Cross your left hand to right thigh. Settle into your hips, lift into your chest, and exhale as you revolve. With all twists, I talk about moving from the base of the spine up, 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 across the chest, eventually into the neck and head eventually. You can use the pressure of your left uh, left hand against your right thigh to move more into the upper back. So as you press the thigh away, move the left shoulder even more to the right. And then draw your right shoulder deeply onto the back of your chest. So your chest always remaining broad and lifted in the twist. And inhale back to center. Knees come together, feet swing out to the opposite side. Now left hip ground, left hand behind the left hip, propping up the chest, right hand to left thigh. Inhale, grow tall, and exhale, revolve. Bottom to top, now right to left. You can think about the twist moving from inside. All poses starting internally and just being expressed externally. So move from your experience. What is calling your attention in this shape? Likely there is tension across the upper back, less mobility there. 
So try to move in such a way that brings your presence to that area. Maybe begins to surrender, maybe begins to open up a little more. Inhale back to center and come forward into tabletop. Spread fingers and palms, wrists under shoulders, inhale belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift into cow pose, and as you exhale, round your spine into cat, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, and continue with your breath. Inhale, moving to cow back bend. Exhale, moving to cat. It's like a forward fold in that we are taking a very rounded spine, contracting the front body to open up the space between the vertebra along the back body. Coordinate breath and movement. Allow breath to lead movement, to inform movement. So if you are breathing quickly, you should be moving quickly, slowly, slowly. And inhale to a neutral spine. From here, take your right heel forward. So this may, uh, I didn't get blocks, but um, <laughs> this may be helpful to have blocks on either side of your front leg. As you plant your right heel down, point your right toes to the sky, lengthen along the back of your right leg. So your hands might be on blocks on either side of your right leg. Your fingertips may be on the earth, whatever is uh, comfortable for you. Getting into this runner stretch to begin. As your right heel plants on the floor, draw your right outer hip towards the mat behind you, towards the back of your mat. Pull your toenails back towards your chest. Lengthen along the back of your leg as you lift into your right kneecap. So your hips are over your left knee, but not behind your left knee. And from here, if you'd like, you can start to walk your fingertips forward and then eventually start to melt the forearms and elbows down to either side of that front leg. So this is very early on in practice, so this doesn't have to be any, um, any super deep uh, posture here. If you'd like, tuck your chin to your chest and allow your forehead to fall forward taking a rounded spine here, belly button towards the spine, tailbone tucks forward. And you might like to shift the hips a little side to side, just get a little dip concentration, a uh, little uh, change in concentration along the back of the right thigh. And then inhale, lift your head, right foot comes to the floor, and then melt your hips down and forward. Bring your chest forward, gaze lifts skyward. And then exhale, hips move back once again, fold over your front leg. And begin to move through these two shapes with your breath once more. Inhale, hips move down and forward, chest curls up. And exhale, hips move back. So um, again, coordinating movement with breath, but if you'd like to take a full round of breath in either positions, please feel free to do that. It's kind of a lot of movement to make in the course of a half a breath. So.
So do what feels uh, good for you this morning, exploring the range of motion of the back of the right leg, the front of the left hip. What is this flow for you? Be with your body. Use the postures to serve you. Don't serve the postures. Inhale, come back forward. And we'll take a little additional time here. If you'd like, you can walk the left knee back any further. If you're on a hard surface and the back knee doesn't feel well, then you can put some padding under that back knee. Hands to front thigh. Lift your chest as you straighten your arms. Draw your belly button and waistline back. Lengthen your tailbone down. And then begin to extend through your knees releasing your right hip towards your right heel any bit. But don't allow that left hip to be left behind. Left outer hip wraps forward towards the top of your mat. So there's an expansion and a contraction simultaneously. Knee and front foot drawing towards one another as the length of the thighs extends from the pelvis. Good breath, everyone. So again, this doesn't need to be your deepest expression. This is early on in class. Just waking up, bringing awareness throughout the body. And then hands to either side of your front foot. Uh, switch it up. So move from table to the runner stretch on the left side. Maybe using the blocks again here. Make sure the left leg or the left heel is pointing straight ahead and not angled out to the left. Pull your toenails back towards your face as you extend through the heel. So again, length along the back of the leg, contract along the top of the leg. As you ground your left heel, as you extend through your left heel, then pull your left outer hip back. So again, the hip is over the knee. The hips don't have to release back further than the right knee and choose to stay here or if you'd like, if you need more, walk the hands forward and eventually melt the forearms towards or someday if you really are doing this a lot, you might get your elbows and forearms all the way to the mat. And again, you might work this with a rounded spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the leg, belly button to the spine, tailbone tucking forward and down. And again, find your breath, find your pose, maybe shifting the hips a little from side to side, getting a, a different perspective on the back of the left thigh. Reacquainting with our bodies. Every time we come to the mat, our bodies are gonna be a new, a new place to explore. Some things will be the same. Some things will be new and unexpected. Okay, hands to either side of your front leg. Left foot to the floor. Inhale, hips shift forward, chest round, or chest back bends as you look up. And again, move with your breath. Hips move back as you exhale, spine rounds. And as you inhale, hips shift forward, chest forward 
forward, gaze curls up. And again, you can use this just a half a breath if that's enough time, enough space to move from one to the other posture. Or if you'd like, you can spend an entire breath in each pose. Just working from your own experience, working from the, your own intelligence. So always, you are your own best teacher. You are the only one who knows what it is to inhabit your body. One more exhale, hips shifting back. And the next inhale brings the hips shifted forward, left foot onto the floor. If you'd like, you can walk the right knee back any bit, an inch, two inches. And then scissor your legs together as you bring your hands to your front thigh, press your elbows straight, lift your heart up, shoulder blades down the back, sides of the waistline back, tailbone down. And extend through the thighs, releasing left hip towards left heel without leaving that right hip behind. So think about the right outer hip wrapping forward as you press the right knee into the floor and then start to pull it forward, scissor it forward towards the middle of your mat. And again, be present. What are you feeling? Where are you feeling? Can you find something to surrender? Really nice breath today. And hands to either side of your front foot. And step forward to the top of your mat in a forward fold. So start with your feet hip-width distance. And we're going to come into ragdoll. So bend your knees to rest your torso on your thighs. Grab hold of opposite forearms or opposite biceps as you allow the upper body to hang forward. So again, this, again, I say this every time, this pose is really about releasing the upper body fully and completely. Not an easy task. So maybe taking some subtle movement here, shaking the head yes and no, swaying the arms from side to side. And always be mindful of uh, where the weight distribution is in your feet. So you want your heels to lighten a little bit as you shift weight to the knuckles of your toes, but not into the toes themselves. So you might take a peek at your toes and if they're discolored with pressure into the mat, then try to lighten up on your toes a little bit. And then also notice your personal tendency to weigh through the inseam of your foot or the outside of your foot. And as you become aware of your tendency, try to bring more balance to your feet. If you press hard through the base of your big toe, try to bring some weight to the base of your smallest toes. And then fingertips return to the floor. Begin that long, slow journey towards straight legs, lifting into your outer hips, lifting into your kneecaps, as the crown of your head now actively reaches towards the floor. As you go deeper, elbows begin to bend out to either side of the room. Shoulders pull away from your ears, keeping the sides of your neck long. 
And then from here, keep your legs and hips as they are. Palms come to shins. Inhale, extension, chest forward. And exhale to fold. Head releases, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, arms sweep out, up, and overhead, bringing you all the way to standing. Palms touching at the top. Exhale, hands coming through heart center and arms at your sides, coming to Tadasana. So we'll start our standing postures with the feet hip width distance apart. Round through your heels and notice how you sh as you shift weight back to your heels, your kneecaps automatically engage and lift up. Lengthen through your tailbone, lower ribs in, shoulder blades on the back and down the back. Okay, so remember this Tadasana as you get your strap. Sorry, I'm leave the room get the strap for a moment. And take the strap with a shoulder width distance between your hands. Extend the strap straight out in front of you with straight elbows. Okay, again, weight in the heels, kneecaps lifted, lower ribs in and back. Shoulders away from your ears, extend through your knuckles, and slowly begin to lift the strap overhead. Notice the tendency for the ribs to jump forward, draw them in and back. As you get the knuckles extending straight towards the ceiling, pull your shoulders again away from your ears, slide them down the back of your chest. Breathe here. Inhale, extend from waistline to knuckles, and exhale, upper body shifts to the right, hips to the left. Inhale, center, grow tall, and exhale, crescent shape to the left, hips to the right, weight in the heels. Inhale, forward, keep your strap taut, exhale, upper body to the right. Inhale, center, keeping the spine long, exhale, as you gradually move left. Inhale, center, last round. Exhale to the right, going deeper each time. Inhale, center, and exhale, lastly, to the left. Inhale, center, and look forward. Now, without shifting the ribs forward, start to pull your biceps back behind your ears without widening the strap any further to start. So hands are still shoulder-width distance apart. Just bring the, bring the strap back any bit, keeping the shoulder blades down the back, knuckles extending to the sky. And now turn your gaze up. Tilt your chin to the sky, keeping the back of your neck long. Remain here and start to cultivate a deep body breath. So as you inhale, feel your chest inflate your rib cage expand as you exhale, release the lightness of your heart skyward. And now, if you'd like, you can start to imagine yourself uh, falling back over a very big ball. So the ball is putting pressure at the back of your chest, chest continuing to lift so the spine stays long as you look up, as you look back, as your arms go back over that support. Imaginary support, but support nonetheless. Shift weight to your heels, lift your kneecaps up, shift your hips forward as you continue to lift and expand your heart.
and then chest forward, arms forward, head up last, and that's enough of the strap. Place it off to one side. And now hands can come to the hips. Bring your right heel to a hover in front of you. So just establishing some balance. Um, here in the studio, we have this uh, nice squishy floor. Good for some things, uh, not so ideal for others. So balance is one of the things that, uh, one of the challenges of having a squishy surface beneath you. So just notice all the micro movements you make to stay balanced here. And then we're gonna bend the knee, lift the thigh parallel to the floor, and make big circles with the toes. So working into the ankle. So write an O with your toes in one direction and then in the other direction. Staying steady on your left leg, lifting into your left kneecap. And now you're gonna make a big O with your heel. So heel, toes, point, making a big O with your toes and foot, and then in the other direction. And now with the knee, lift the knee up, out, down, and in. Make a big circle with your knee. Moving the leg in the hip, and then in the other direction. Yeah, you can always use a wall for this. Getting, working the range of motion of the leg as much as we're working our balance here. And then heel to a hover, extend down through your heel, pull back through your toes, and begin to lift through the inner thigh, right outer hip wrapping towards the floor to keep the hips at an even height. Lift to your highest height and hold, reaching through your heel, pulling back through your toes, lifting into your kneecap for five, four, three, two, and one. Release your right foot down and shake it out. This is a slow burn day. Okay, right foot to the floor. Spread your right toes. Broaden the foot to create more, a, a wider, steadier base. Left heel extends, left toes pull back. Hands on the hips to keep the hips level. Find your steady, soft gaze. Soften your throat, relax your jaw. And then bend your knee. Make those big circles with your toes. Rotating the ankle, one direction, and the other direction. Okay, big circles with your whole foot, with your heel. Moving into the knee, one direction. Maybe about three times one way, and then switching to the other direction. And now the knee. Big circles with the knee. Moving the leg in the hip, one direction, maybe three times around, and then moving in the other direction. And then legs straight, extend heel down, toes pull back, lift the leg, lift with the inner thighs, the outer hip rolls down, keeping the hips at an even height, lift, lift, lift for five, four, Three, two, and one. Release the left foot down and shake it out a little bit. Feet hip width distance apart. Inhale, arms flow overhead, palms touching at the top. Exhale, gracefully flow forward. Fingertips to the floor, head releases. 
Inhale, palms to shins, extend your spine long. Exhale as you fold, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, arms sweep you, sweep overhead as you rise to stand. Exhale, palms together in front of your heart. Let's do that again, moving with breath. Inhale, sweep up. And exhale, flow forward. Bottom of your breath, bottom of the pose. Inhale, palms to shins. Exhale and fold, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, arms sweep out, up and overhead. And exhale, palms through heart center and arms at your sides. Now time to bring the inner feet together. Face of the big toes and inner heels touch. Weight shifts to the heels. Inhale, sweep arms overhead. Interlace your fingers, cross your thumbs. Reach through your index fingers and pull your shoulders away from your ears. Weight in the heels. Inhale to grow tall. Exhale to the right. Using your right arm to pull your left side body long. Inhale through center. Grow tall again. Exhale, upper body to the left. Inhale to center. Second round. Exhale to the right. Keeping heels weighted. Inhale through center, lengthen through the low spine. Exhale to the left, gradually move deeper. Inhale through center, last deepest round. Exhale to the right. Inhale through center, keeping chest and hips squared forward. Exhale to the left. Inhale to center, and exhale, shoulder blades down the back. Look up, tilt the chin to the sky. Reach through your index fingers, and again, ignite your breath. Inhale, expand the chest. Exhale, allow the heart, the light of the heart, to shine to the sky. And now, if you'd like to begin to look back even further, for this one, it's okay with me. If you just release the weight of your head back, if that does not feel okay, then don't do it. Index fingers point to the sky, and then slowly begin to trace line with your index fingers towards the back wall. Continue to lift into your heart. As you exhale, maybe go deeper. Gaze goes towards the back wall. Gaze goes to the back wall. Gaze goes down the back wall. Continually shifting weight out of your toes to your heels, lifting into your kneecaps, pushing your hips forward, bending in the upper back, eventually moving down the spine as your gaze moves down the wall behind you. And then chest lifts, arms lift, head comes up last, and exhale, fold forward. Fingertips to the earth in front of you, release your head. And then bend your knees one at a time, relaxing through the lower back as the upper body hangs forward. Releasing any tension from the lower spine that might have built if you went uh, if you went into the back bend and started to feel compression in the low back. And then from here we'll move into our deepest forward fold. So bend both knees simultaneously so you can lift your heels off the floor enough to slide your fingers underneath your heels. Pinky fingers touch side by side as thumbs wrap to the outsides of the heels, belly glues to the thighs. Attempt to wrap your forearms behind your calves, thinking someday that maybe your elbows would touch back there. Now, begin to straighten the legs. Lift your outer hips skyward as you begin to pull your belly stronger, more strongly to the thighs, face to the legs. 
crown of the head extending towards the tops of your feet. So as we're in the forward fold, now again shift weight forward to the knuckles of the toes. Heels lighten as weight shifts forward and lift up onto your heels with your hands. As your hands lift, your shoulders pull up out of your ears to lengthen the sides of your neck as the crown of your head continues to grow more, <laughs> more towards the earth. Imagine that your hair or the top of your head touching the tops of your feet. And then untuck your fingers, walk them forward, fold forward. Inhale, palms to shins and extend your spine, chin and chest forward. Exhale, fold once more. This time walking your hands behind your heels, setting up for our fierce pose. Sit into your imaginary chair, thighs parallel to the floor. Now round your spine as you pull your knees together by tucking chin to chest and pulling your forehead towards or maybe even someday to your knees. Waistline pulls away from your thighs as you round your back. Keep your lower spine rounded, your tailbone tucked as you look forward, extend your arms forward like you're holding a box. Reach that imaginary box forward as you pull your waistline back and then begin to peel your chest away from the floor. Biceps pull back towards or maybe even someday behind your ears as you look up beyond your fingertips. Keep your hips low, weight in the heels, knees and ankles together. Breathe. Soften your face, relax your jaw. Five, four, three, two, one, and fold forward. Hips high, head low, fingertips to the earth. Fold. Inhale, palms to shins, extend your chin and chest. And exhale, fold once more, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, arms bring you out, up, and overhead. Exhale, palms to heart center and arms at your sides. Okay, second balance sequence. So get your strap again. This can be done without a strap, but we're going to really focus on keeping the spine long throughout this. So if you're grabbing the foot, chances are you're going to be um, leaning or rounded forward somewhat. So we're going to use the strap to keep the spine long and the chest lifted. So you'll see what I mean in a moment. So left foot on the floor. So this is like our uh, series that we often do on our backs, but now we're going to do it standing. Okay, left foot on the floor. Draw your right knee up. And then loop the strap around the base of your right toes, holding the strap with both hands. Okay, this is a good time to establish your gaze, establish your soft eyes, looking at something stable, not moving, and then begin to extend your right leg forward. So extend your right leg straight, so that's the first objective, and then once the leg is straight, you can think about lifting the heel higher. Heel comes eventually to hip height, as you reach through your heel, pull back through your toes, and draw your right outer hip towards the floor, so keeping the right side of the body long. So just try this a couple times. If you fall out, come back in. Press the left thigh towards the wall behind you. Lengthen along the back of the right leg. Contract along the top of the right leg. 
And then keep enough slack on your strap so that the shoulders can uh, draw back and down the chest, the down back body. Okay, good. Nice. And when you're ready, you release the right foot down. Okay, shake out the left leg as necessary. That was some good time spent on the left leg standing. Now we're going to spend some time on the right leg standing. Okay, so lift your left knee. Take the strap around the base of your toes, holding the strap with both hands. So before you start to lengthen the leg, get enough slack on your strap so that you can stand upright. Heart over hips, head over heart. And then extend your left leg forward, reaching through the heel. And with the strap around the knuckles of your toes, pull your toenails back towards your face. Extending along the back of the leg, contracting along the top of your leg. Once the leg is straight, work towards lifting the leg higher. Heel lets hip height eventually. Left outer hip wraps towards the floor to keep the left side of the body long. And again, find your focus, everyone. Keep breathing if you ever stop breathing, and maybe take a rest. Right thigh presses towards the wall behind you. And balance can be an ego-busting experience, so, <laughs> so just try to have a lighter attitude about it, try to have not too much attachment to outcome here. Okay, release your left leg down. Okay, so that was step one. Well, that was phase one, it wasn't step one. Okay, <laughs> what the difference is, I'm not sure. Left foot on the floor, and then we're going to take the same position, strap around the foot, slack on the strap, holding the strap in both hands, extend the leg straight, lift the heel, someday to hip height, and then take the strap in the right hand. Both sides of the strap in the right hand. Keep the chest lifted, chest squared forward as so you take the right leg out to the right. Okay, so hips and chest squared forward, right outer hip wraps towards the floor, and think about extension through the inseam of the right leg, from the groin through the inner foot. Extension again, the inner thigh, inner leg, as long as the back, as well as the back of the leg. So important to find a good soft gaze. So you're not shooting laser beams out of your eyes, but you're looking at something that's not moving, bringing that outer stillness inward. You're ready. Left back go. And then right foot to the floor. Okay. Left side. Knee up. Strap around the left toes. Hands on two sides of the strap to start as you extend the leg straight, reaching through the heel, pulling back through the toes, and then take the strap with the left hand. Right hand can come to the hip, or right arm can extend out to the right. If that's helpful for balance, to extend the left leg out to the left. Lengthen through the inside of your leg, 
Wrap the outside of your left hip down as you lift into your left armpit. Roll your shoulders back, lengthen your tailbone down, press your right thigh towards the wall behind you as you attempt to straighten your standing leg. This is difficult and we're doing these for long holds. Giving you an opportunity to, again, try to detach from your personal value of this and just try it. And then as you're ready, release, left foot back to the floor. Hey, I have a question. Okay, yeah. Um, when I was doing that, I couldn't stretch this one out as much because it's my dominant side it has more muscle than this side. Very likely, yeah. I mean, um, you know, we're all going to use our bodies incongruently, and that's where it really becomes evident in yoga. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's do one more standing pose. So we're going to continue with our, um, our standing bow pulling pose. So we did this the last couple weeks, also an ego-busting pose. So start with the left foot on the floor. We'll move through this in steps. Chest and hips squared forward, two stars. Point your right toes, lift your right foot, pull your heel back towards your hip. Take your right hand out to the right and then grab the inside of your right foot with your right hand. So grab your foot at the ankle. And then with this grip, allow your right shoulder to be drawn back. So you're not trying to keep the chest or hips squared forward. You're allowing the right side to be drawn back. Knees pull together. So this might be a good place to stay if you'd like. Extend your left arm along your left ear, reaching to the sky, palm facing forward, and then slowly begin to push and pull to extend forward. So kick your foot into your hand, extend your heart to the room in front of you, find your soft gaze, maybe at the wall, maybe at the floor. Continue to kick and extend. Use the strength of your kick to draw the right shoulder back. So you can release the right shoulder back. You don't have to push it back. You don't have to pull it. Kick and extend. And again, keep going. If you fall out, that means you are experimenting with your boundary. Extend past your boundary and fall out. That's good. And then as you're ready, release. Right foot back to the floor. Okay, establish your right foot on the earth. Left hand out to the left. And give it all you have. This is the last time we're going to balance in class today. Left palm up. Point your left toes. Bend your left knee. Reach to the inside of your foot. Bring your knees together. Again, soften your left shoulder. Allow it to be drawn back and pulled down. Right arm to the sky. Palm faces forward. Chest lifts up. And simultaneously, Extend forward, reach the heart forward, kick the leg up, left thigh away from the floor. Point the toes, kick the leg hard into the hand. Use the pressure of the hand against the, the foot against the hand to make the left arm straight to pull the left shoulder back. So you extend the chest and hips forward. Okay, if you fall out, as I just did, come back into it. Go through the steps, kick and extend, kick and extend, find balance between kicking and extending. And then when you're ready, come out. And as promised, that is the end of standing for today. So come back down 
to your hands and knees in tabletop position. Let's do a couple more cat-cows. That sounds great right now. Inhale, belly and chest down, look up, cow. Exhale, round your spine, cat. And again, establish breath and movement together. Breath informing and leading movement. And then back to a neutral spine. Just a couple of rounds of that. And then either move your hands a handprint forward or step your knees three or four inches back. Tuck your toes under. Lift your knees up just a few inches. Knees bent a few inches from the floor. And then just press your hands down and forward. Try to flatten the top of your wrist. So try to... Uh, diminish or, or disappear the crease at the front of your wrist as you press your hips back to lengthen your spine. And then slowly straighten your legs just a little bit, keeping the knees bent though. Coming to downward facing dog. Really pushing energy back through the hips to lengthen the spine. Release your head down. Make sure your feet Knees and heels are hip-width distance apart. No wider, no narrower. And then if you'd like, bend your knees one at a time to lengthen the opposite leg. So moving from side to side, walking the dog. Noticing each side. And again, this is a place where you might be uh, becoming very aware of the uh, incongruencies of your body. So um, I was told by a chiropractor once that um, that this this is all this is all happening from just habitual um, movements. And then I noticed every time I sat down, I crossed my leg with my right leg on top. When I went to bed, I crossed my right leg over my left leg, and just all these little things build up in your body. And then it be, then we come to the mat, and it becomes apparent. And we think there's something wrong with the practice. There's something wrong with our bodies in the practice. But we're coming to the mat exactly for this reason, to identify our incongruencies, to identify where we're holding tension in our bodies. And here we have the opportunity to let go of it, to find more balance, to come back to stillness. And with an inhale, right leg lifts straight up and back. Knee points towards the floor as you lift through the right inner thigh. Hands press evenly down and forward as you reach through the heel. Lift the leg any higher in three-legged dog. Then look forward and exhale. Lunge the right foot forward. Lift up onto your fingertips on either side of your front foot. Hips melt down and forward till right thigh is parallel to the floor as you lift and lengthen through your left inner thigh. So left inner thigh lifts. Back legs straight and strong, chest and chin forward. So hold in your lunge. Yeah, try to lift through that back inner thigh, Nicholas Moore. Excellent. Very nice. So keep your legs as they are. Left palm to the floor, right hand to your right thigh. Begin to shift your left ribs towards your right inner thigh. You can use the pressure of your right hand against your thigh to pull your right shoulder towards the left. Stack your shoulders, right arm goes to the sky. This may be where you want to stay today. I've really been enjoying taking this deeper myself. So if you'd like, you can continue to wrap the left ribs towards the right inner thigh as you wrap the right ribs now towards the floor. Like you're trying to embrace the entire sky 
Broaden across your chest. Look up, look back, tilt the head back. And then look down, release down, press back, downward facing dog. Okay, second side, inhale, left leg lifts. So as you lift the leg, lift the two sides of the leg evenly. The, the instinct or the tendency is for the left outer hip to roll up. Lift through the inner thigh more actively, more consciously to keep the left outer hip at the height of the right hip. Press the hands evenly down and forward. Reach through the heel. Lift through the leg. Look forward and lunge the left foot forward. Again, establish your same long stride, lifting onto the fingertips and either side of your front foot as your hips melt down and forward. Right inner thigh lifts away from the floor. Back legs straight and strong. Chest forward, heart forward. Shoulders away from your ears. And then right palm to the floor, left hand to your left thigh. Begin to shift your right ribs towards your left inner thigh. Pressure of the left hand against the thigh can help the shoulder stack. Once the shoulder is stacked, left arm can come to the sky. And then if you'd like, either choose to stay here or continue to lift through your back inner thigh. Back leg remains straight as you continue deeper into the revolution, shifting your right ribs towards your left inner thigh, wrapping your left outer ribs now towards the floor. Look to the sky. Embrace the entire sky. And then back to down dog. Oh. Okay, we're going to do our five push-ups with downward facing dog in between each one. Inhale, shift forward to plank position, shoulders over wrists. Exhale, lower down, possibly coming to your knees. Inhale, push up. Exhale, if you're on your knees, come back to child's pose. If not, down dog. Inhale, forward to plank. Exhale, lower down with control. Inhale, push, lifting through the waistline. Exhale, hips move you up and back too. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips up and back, three. Inhale to come forward. Exhale to lower. Inhale to press. Exhale, hips up and back. Last one, best one, first set. Inhale, forward. Exhale as you lower. Inhale as you press, root through your index finger knuckles. Exhale, hips up and back. Inhale, right leg lifts. Exhale, lunge your right foot forward. Walk your right foot an inch or two to the right to bring both hands to the inside of your right leg. Create that same long stride as before. And now turn your left heel to the floor. So your foot actually might come, your left foot might come forward a little bit. Your left foot is at an angle. Outside of the foot, grounding to the earth. And now push your hips towards the right wall a little bit. As you begin to angle your upper body at about a 45 degree angle to the left. Okay, now walk your hands forward like they're in down dog. Wrist shoulder width distance apart. Press your hands down and forward. Elbows straight. Head releases down. Heart extends down towards the floor and pulls away from the hips. And now, extend through the inseam of your right thigh. Scoop your tailbone forward to the front of your pelvis. 
as you continue to press your right thigh back, back towards the left. Breathe here. This is downward facing dog lunge. And then walk your hands to either side of your front foot. Straighten your right leg. Walk your way up to standing. Okay, now we're establishing a nice wide base for triangle pose. So now the left foot comes parallel to the short end of your mat. Right toes point straight ahead. Bring a block to the outside of your right calf. You may or may not find you need it once you get down there. Hands to hips. Lift into kneecaps. Square your chest towards the left wall. Sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders, extending across your collarbones, lengthening through your fingertips. And exhale, bring your right hand straight down to the block or to the floor eventually with the outside of your right shin. Stack your shoulders by wrapping your right outer ribs forward, spinning your left outer ribs back. So first, opening up across the front of the chest and then moving down to the ribs and eventually trying to open up across the front of your pelvis. So the right side of the tailbone scoops forward, the left outer hip wraps towards the wall behind you. So eventually you might start to feel this opening at the front of the left hip. So if this is feeling strenuous on your neck, you can take your gaze down. Oftentimes I'll see people in this pose with their gaze up to, towards the sky, but their head looks like it weighs uh, 20 or 40 pounds. So if your head is falling out of alignment with your spine, the rest of your spine, then just take your gaze down. Focus on the rest of the posture today. Be expansive here. Down your legs, across your chest. Wrap your right outer ribs forward. And then look down. Bring your hands to either side of your front foot. You can place your block off to the side and step back into down dog. Second side, inhale, left leg lifts. Exhale, left foot lunges. So again, left foot can walk an inch or two out to the left for this downward dog lunge and spin your right heel to the floor. As you angle your upper body to the right at about a 45 degree angle, you can push your hips back. Hands walk forward into a downward dog shape, wrist shoulder width distance apart. Press the hands down and forward as you reach the hips back to establish, just to start to establish the shape. So right thigh remains pressing back as you scoop the left side of your tailbone forward to extend through your left inner thigh. Head is heavy, heart reaches forward, Arms extend, ground through the knuckles, straighten through the elbows, and notice. What are you feeling? Where are you feeling? Is there anywhere that you might be gripping unnecessarily? Are those left toes discoloring with pressure? And then hands walk you back up, straighten your left leg. Walk your left foot again to the right a couple of inches. And then take your nice wide-legged stance for triangle. Outside edge of the right foot parallel to the short end of your mat. Block to the outside of your left shin. Square your chest towards the left wall as you sweep your arms up. 
Really extend through your collarbones and then pull your shoulder blades down your back. Lift into your kneecaps. Maintain all of those actions as you exhale, bringing your left hand to the floor, to the block. Immediately think about the left outer ribs wrapping towards the wall that your chest is facing. Your right outer ribs wrapping towards the wall that your back is facing. And then pull your left hip away from your left armpit. Keep the left side of your body long. And then make a decision about your head. Does your head feel like it weighs 25 pounds? If so, maybe look down, alleviate some of the tension there. If not, keep your head in line with your spine. Keep your neck in line with your spine as you turn your left eye to look beyond your right fingertips. Open up the front of your chest, the front of your ribs, the front of your pelvis. Wrap your right outer hip towards the wall at your back. And then look down, hands to either side of your front foot, press back, downward facing dog. Inhale forward to plank, exhale to lower. Inhale to press, exhale, hips move you up and back. Inhale, come forward, exhale, lower with control. Inhale, lift through the sides of your waistline, keeping your tailbone long, exhale, hips up and back. Inhale forward, exhale, lower. Inhale, press, exhale, hips lead you back. Two more, second and final set. Inhale forward, exhale to lower. Inhale to press, exhale, move it back. Last one, best one, inhale forward, exhale, lower, ground through the knuckles, inhale, lift, exhale, hips move you up and back. Lower your knees to the floor. Widen your knees to the width of your mat, bring your big toes to touch, send your hips to your heels. Arms reaching forward, forehead to the floor, Brief child's pose. Reconnect with your breath, slowing it down. And then shift all the way forward to lie on your belly. Prop your chest up by placing your elbows below your shoulders. Forgot about this pose for a while. I'm just sphinx pose. Forearms parallel, palms on the floor. And then activate this pose by reaching back through your toes, pressing the tops of your feet, tops of your toenails into the floor, lengthening through your tailbone, and then uh, isometrically draw your elbows towards the back of your mat as you pull your heart through. Pull your heart forward and draw your shoulder blades down your back. Try to bring that um, heart opening to this posture. Heart pulling forward and lifting up. Shoulder blades drawing together. Contraction in the upper back. And then from here, move your left fingertips to your right elbow as you look over your right shoulder. Bend your right knee, pointing your right toes. So attempt to grab the inside of your foot with your right hand. If you need an arm extender, you can use the strap here. And then begin to pull your heel down towards the out, outer hip. 
So imagine as the heel goes lower, it would actually touch the floor at the outside of your hip. Okay, if you need more leverage to push the heel down, if you have this space, you can turn the knuckles forward, causing the elbow to point towards the sky. If you don't have the space or need the leverage, keep the hand as it is at the inside of the foot. Everyone start to wrap the right outer ribs forward, squaring the chest forward, continuing to press the left forearm down, left shoulder away from your ear. Push your heel towards the floor, create resistance with your right foot. So keep the right foot actively pressing into the hand, but the, but the hand is winning. The hand is pushing the foot more than the foot is pushing the hand in this one. So opening up the shoulder, a little bit of a back bend here. If you need more still, you can bring the left hand to the floor and then lift the chest off of the earth. Lift the left elbow off of the earth, coming into like a little bit of a um, cobra pose. And then release back through sphinx. So this is called half frog pose. If you want, we can do full frog pose. Okay. Point your left toes. We'll do that. In, we'll try that in a minute. Okay. Turn your right fingertips towards your left elbow. Look over your left shoulder. Reach for the inside of your left foot with your left hand. So you make like a, a C with your left hand. And then clamp the base of your left big toe. Pull your heel towards your outer hip. And if you have the space, if you need the leverage to get more of a quad stretch here, you can turn your knuckles forward so that your elbow turns towards the ceiling, giving you more leverage to push your outer heel towards the outer hip. And then wrap your left outer ribs forward. Press your right forearm down. Lift your chest up. And then again, if necessary, if you would like here, Right hand can come to the floor, keeping the front of the pelvis down, the chest curls higher away from the floor. And then let that go. Very briefly, attempt, if you'd like, point your toes, bend your feet, grab the inside of each foot with each hand. Pull your heels towards your outer hip. Turn your elbows to the sky. Lift your chest up. I cannot do this at my, in my current state. Shoulders on the back. Good. Or you can take, yeah, that's also good. <laughs> you can also take um, bow pose here. And exhale, release. Turn your left cheek to the floor. Arms at your sides. Big toes can touch. Heels widen apart. Find your breath. Oh. <laughs> well, I, if you like intensity, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> okay, let's uh, come back up to seated, and we'll do a, since all of the people in the room today are um, acquainted with my class, and many of you have been doing headstands with me the past several weeks, we'll get right into our headstand practice. So slide your uh, mat to a wall if you're using a wall for headstand. 
and um, then I'll, I'll walk through this with you guys. I'm not going to give the actual demo. We'll just do headstand together and uh, stop at any point along this journey, this instructional journey. Okay, so interlace your fingers. Knuckles can be just maybe three inches from the wall. Plant your elbows directly below your shoulders, no wider than your shoulders. Okay, now on your knees with your toes tucked under, allow the weight of your heart to melt towards the floor. With your heart heavy, pull your shoulders away from your ears. Again, shoulders on the back, shoulders down the back. Bring a tone to your upper abdomen by drawing your lower front ribs in and back. Maintain those shapes as you tuck your toes and lift your hips. Continue to look between your forearms as you walk your feet forward, lifting your hips higher over your shoulders. If your shoulders begin to come forward of your elbows, don't walk any further forward. You can either choose to stay here, building strength for headstand, or if you're ready to go up today, tuck your chin and release your shoulders a little bit, allowing your head to come all the way to the floor. Back of your head cupped between the heels of your hands. And then lift your shoulders once more. Walk your feet any further forward. One heel to the hip. Opposite leg kicks the hips all to the way to the wall. Legs come to the wall. Straighten your legs. Squeeze your legs together. With your legs together, tuck your tailbone strongly towards the ceiling as you press your forearms and head into the floor, shoulders away from the ears. From here, experiment one at a time, bringing your legs away from the wall till eventually you find that point of balance. Do any variations of headstand here that you'd like, possibly taking the splits with your legs extending out to either side, if you're away from the wall, you can take the splits with one leg forward and one leg back, switching from one leg to the other. Or you can experiment with different ways of coming up into this shape, bringing the legs down in tandem, and then using a lot of core strength to lift the legs back up in tandem, coming to that point of balance once again. So, or just stay here. Stay here balancing in headstand. And when you've had enough, everybody meet in child's pose. You can stay up for um, another minute, though, if you'd like. We're just going to neutralize in child's pose. It's a nice, uh, mild inversion where the heart is still over the head, but not uh, to such an extreme degree, helping regulate blood flow. So I was thinking earlier uh, about what we might start for November. And um, I'm thinking we're gonna do we're gonna get back to our wide-legged forward fold. And since we've had a pretty consistent practice of headstand, um, I think this is might be called headstand one, or and we'll start headstand two. But we're gonna experiment uh, next month with wide-legged forward fold and tripod headstand, and maybe doing a transition between the two, and then. 
we'll also take uh, t- time towards the end of class to do um, the wide-legged seated splits. So everybody has come down in this room. So uh, if you are in child's pose, release your head, release your hips, release your heart. The three H's. Heavy head, heavy heart, heavy hips. And then walk your way back up to seated. Okay, so we're uh, approaching our last splits now. And um, so let's do it. Y'all know what's coming, probably. Nicholas, I don't know if you've been here, but everybody else has been here for the split. So get your blocks. Walk your feet to the wall. Tuck your toes under. And since we're all established here, we're going to do each side twice. So take your right leg forward. Come into that same runner stretch that we started the class off with. Bring your blocks up as high as you need to to keep your chest upright. So you want to keep your... um, your spine lengthening towards the earth. We're not folding over that front leg. So from here, begin to scooch your right heel straight forward, not out to the right. So slide your right heel forward, extending along the back of the leg, contracting along the top of the leg. And then pull your right outer hip back towards the wall. Wrap your left outer hip forward as you continue to put pressure with the left big toe ball mound into the wall. so Nicholas, come all the way back to the wall so everybody's foot is, so you can feel that pressure of your foot against the wall. Keep going, your foot's not, yes, exactly. Okay, so step one, stage two. Slide your right heel forward. Lengthen along the back of the leg, the, top, the front of the left hip, and then reel it in. Left outer hip wraps forward, right outer hip moves back. Good, honestly, I think that um, I'm seeing some, some uh, depth here that I didn't see th- a few weeks ago. So um, these are my, a lot of my people have been coming to class uh, throughout October, doing this on a weekly basis. And let's go last time, first side, first set. So go to your deepest expression on this right side. And always remember, it can be... Easy, it can be a real go-to to lock the right leg out. So I've been um, guilty of that myself. But really think about not being, um, not being lazy with the right leg, lifting into the right kneecap as you extend along the back of the right heel, back of the right leg. Wrap the left outer hip forward, right outer hip, as you go deeper, starts to sink towards the earth. And then slide out of there. So... We'll visit that side again. Right heel to right toes tuck at the wall behind you. Left leg forward, runner stretch. And the blocks are going to change height and they're going to change uh, placement throughout this journey. So just be mindful of trying to keep the tailbone long and the chest lifted. Okay. First time, press through your Right toes into the wall as you slide your left heel forward. So think this is the extension stage. And now come into extension with contraction. So left heel begins to pull back in space. Left kneecap lifts. Right outer hip wraps forward. Left outer hip 
pulls back and then activates the feet here. So uh, pressure of the left foot forward, pressure of the right foot into the wall. And now go deeper if you like. Slide the heel forward, extend and then contract again. Notice the position of your blocks and if that needs to change to keep your chest upright. Collarbones broad, right hip wraps forward. And then the very subtlety of the right inner thigh. So right inner thigh as you go deeper begins to wrap away from the floor. So the inner thigh and outer thigh as that leg comes down are moving at the same rate. So go to your deepest expression on this second side. And then again, as uh, Nicholas pointed out earlier, there's going to be incongruencies. So what exactly causes those um, is going to be different for each of us. So you can go through your day to day and just notice the um, unconscious things that you're doing constantly with your body that will favor one side or the other and those things really build up over time. Okay, if you are not at your deepest expression, go there. Hold. And then slide on out. Okay, let's do the second side fairly quickly. Left toes tucked to the, uh, the wall, right leg forward. Lift up onto your blocks and then slide the right heel forward once. Pull it in. Don't lock out the right knee, slide it forward again. Pull it in. So don't have to worry about holding as long, so give it all you got. Wrap the left outer hip forward as you press the base of the left big toe into the wall. Wrap your right outer hip back and down, move to your deepest expression. Second side, last time, last time for Tuesday in October. Unless you wanna do this when you get home after class. Okay. Slide your right heel back, foot all the way to the wall, left leg forward, right outer hip forward, left hip back, slide it in, slide and extend, pull and contract, heel back, knee forward, right outer hip wraps forward, left outer hip wraps back, adjust your blocks, hold here or slide again. Make sure that, leg, that heel is sliding straight ahead. And then think briefly or for a long time about that right inner thigh lifting away from the floor. As the back thigh goes deeper towards the floor, you want the thigh to come down at the same rate, not the right hip away from the floor. Okay, deepest expression if you are not there. And then slide on out. And that is that. Okay, come to lie on your back. Very briefly, heels in towards your hips. I'm going to do one bridge pose if you'd like. Place a block between your thighs. Arms at your sides. Heels pull towards your fingertips. Press your feet into the floor. Lift your hips off of the earth. Interlace your fingers behind your back. Tuck your shoulder blades one at a time onto the back of your chest. Feel the back of your heart. Lift your entire spine is curling away from the floor. And now ground through your inner feet, lift through your outer hips. Peel your heart towards your chin, tuck your chin towards your chest to keep the back of your neck long, opening up 
the front side of your body, thighs, pelvis, belly, chest, shoulders. Tuck shoulder blades strongly onto the back. Since we're only doing one, we'll hold here for a little while. So find your breath in the pose. Soften your face. So if you have the block, you're not thinking about pushing the block towards the sky, but as your outer hips actively lift, you can even think about trying to move your block down towards the floor. So inner thighs roll down. And then release your hips, unlace your fingers, untuck your shoulders. Okay, that's about all we have time for today. So we're just gonna release a little bit, cross your right heel, or flex your right foot, cross your right ankle over your left thigh, draw your left thigh in towards your chest, interlacing your fingers behind your thigh, or if it feels okay in front of your knee or shin, widening your right outer knee, right uh, your right knee away from your right shoulder, targeting the right hip briefly here. Find your breath, maybe closing your eyes. Keep the back of your neck long. And then left foot back to the floor. Shift your hips a couple inches to the right. Cross your right leg over your left and then just allow your knees to fall to the right. If you have a block handy, you might place it underneath your knees or a bald fist underneath your knees. We'll just be here briefly again. Soft belly. Knees back to center. Uncross your legs. Resquare your hips. Left ankle crosses over right thigh. Bring right thigh in towards your chest, interlacing your fingers behind your thigh or in front of your knee or shin. Wind your left knee away from your left shoulder, kind of mimicking a shape of our pigeon posture with the shape of the left leg, targeting the left hip, but also using this pose as a means to slow down, to counter some of the um, movements we've done today with our hips. And then right foot back to the floor, shift your hips a couple inches to the left, cross your left leg over your right before releasing your knees to the right. Maybe a bald fist or a block supports the release of the legs as the left shoulder turns back to the floor, belly is soft. And again, knees back to center. Hug your thighs into your chest. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your shins. Roll yourself into a little ball. You can rock and roll forward and back, side to side, whatever subtle movement is going to feel good to let go. Let go of any feeling of gripping, any feeling of um, needing to do more. Let go of that before coming into your savasana. So we'll have about six minutes for Savasana today. So plan accordingly. If you're feeling cool in the room, cover yourself up with a blanket. If you feel that your neck um, shortens as you lie on your back or contracts, you might bring a little bit of height in the form of a blanket underneath your head to encourage the back of your neck to stay long. Over time, you might establish your perfect propage for Savasana. When you're ready, extend your legs out.
setting your feet wider than your hips, hip width distance apart. Just relax your toes, the soles of your feet, all the bones and muscles of your feet, your ankles. Walk your awareness up your legs, just encouraging the lower body to release as you move from the ankles to the knees, up the thighs to the hips. Settle the weight of your pelvis. Settle the weight of your inner organs. Relax your belly. Identify tension that culminates in and around the rib cage. And encourage surrender. Allow space for the lightness of your heart. Relax your fingers, the bones, the muscles, the flesh of your hands, your wrists, forearms, elbows, elbows up the arms to the shoulders. Encountering our life, our daily posture by drawing the shoulders gently onto the back, encouraging the openness of the heart. Soften your face, release the weight of your brain and your skull, release the weight of your skull on the earth.
invite movement back into your body. You can rock your arms and legs from side to side, maybe even the back of your head. Bend your knees one at a time, extend your right arm along your right ear and roll onto your right side. I always invite you to use this time as an opportunity to reflect on your efforts this morning. Always the effort of making the decision and following through with the decision to get to class and to get here on time. And then the challenge, the challenges of being in class, keeping your mind and body in constant and mindful dialogue. So thank yourself for your efforts this morning. Surround your practice with an aura of gratitude. Giving you incentive to return next time. Keep your eyes closed as you press your way back up to a seated position. Again, consciously sitting well. Grow tall through your spine as you pull your palms together in front of your heart. We'll then practice with the single sound of OM together. Exhale and inhale for OM. Thank you all for sharing this time and sharing this practice. The light in me honors the light in each of you. Namaste. Namaste.